Welcome back Hi, to everyone. Random Witchcraft with your host, Vix. And Callie, what's up, people? Today's episode is a fun one. We're going to do 13 tips for newcomers to the occult and spirituality. Yeah. Kind of wish I had someone to tell me this when I first started out, to be honest. Uh, that goes for both of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you never know exactly what you're doing when you first start, so. All you know is that you want to embark on a new journey. That's what you really know. And hopefully this helps someone out. Hopefully. If not, it might, you know, end up passing on the information to someone who's just starting. Yeah. For our first tip of the 13 is research, research, research. It sounds daunting and it sounds a bit scary to a newcomer to dive in and try to find all this information. But it's better to do it. It's honestly really put that good foot forward and find the information you want. We live now in the age of the technology is right at our fingertips. We can find everything. And definitely start small. Don't go head into like all of the deities and the pantheons of every place in the world. Start small and learn little bits at a time. You can't hurry up and learn everything because... No matter how much yeah, you try. crawl before you can freaking walk. Actually, a good book to start just to get an idea whether you follow through and actually carry on with it or not is a question. Is the Buckland's Complete Book of Witchcraft. Or in People in the Craft Call. Big Blue. Yeah. It is a workbook. It does teach you a lot of things things especially with like ceremonial wicca neither one of us really practice wicca now but it was it was a good stepping it was stone. a good stepping stone it was we both own big blue <laughs> we do um actually mine just got replaced recently because uh <laughs> vic saw how tattered my original one was yeah i think i've bought that book Three times now. Mm-hmm. I either end up giving it to someone, or they kind of disappear. That's another thing that's kind of funny. Stuff that you buy normally for yourself will end either, one, it wasn't really for you, two, you end up giving it, it ends up getting lost. Usually they get up and things get up and walk away when they feel that you don't need them no more. And which leads us into our second one. Well, the second one is getting comfortable with unexpected outcomes. Which is partially, you know, things just up and go. Yeah. It's an outcome that happens. And when you're putting out the energies, especially with your first spells, 
they don't always come out the way you expect them to. Sometimes it's close. Sometimes the universe and energies decide that they have a better idea. Which the universe will end up giving you exactly what you need. Not necessarily what you want. It's what you need. And sometimes the universe will give you a good needed reality check. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you're working with deities or just energies or spirits, they all have... They'll all give you a lot of lessons. But every lesson always makes you stronger. Yes, indeed. It, it always makes you stronger. It always makes you grow within your craft. Yeah, our, Let's, our next little one. Before we go into the next one, I have a question for you. Yeah? On your first spell, did it come out like you wanted? Not at all. <laughs> I think my first spell was like a love spell. Trying to get my crush when I was in like middle school. The bad thing is, you know who it was on, but I am not saying no names. Oh, I do. I do know who it was on. Um, he ended up being... My best friend for the year. Then I got a little weird. Got into goth and... <laughs> a little weird? Yeah. We'll go with that one. We'll go with that. A little weird. Yeah. Most popular boy in school. And then you have me, the goth child. Yeah. That. Yeah. Well, let's say my first spell... It was to manifest abundance. Well, I manifested something. It was not, it was an abundance of drama. Yeah. I think we've all had one of those spells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but going on to number three. Foraging wherever you can foraging we've recently gone into foraging it's a lot of fun going out <laughs> into nature and like finding different things like different local plants seeing the local animals trying to you know avoid the local boop noodles that have the hurt juice yes we do live in southern california where the western diamondback is a thing they're very pretty to look at. But They're from not far. that small. <laughs> but from far. Um, yeah, along with that, foraging doesn't necessarily mean outside either. You could forge into your cabinet, in your kitchen. One good example is saving the eggshells from your morning breakfast. Rosemary, mint, thyme. Basil. Yeah, basil and bay leaves are very useful. Yeah, I think rosemary is 
in some ways, in some people's opinion, is actually like a universal element to a lot of spells that could be used for Rosemary so many is used things. in so many ways that yeah, it's pretty much universal. Just like coarse salt. Sea salt. That's extremely universal. And well, we go from that to just you have ground cinnamon in your cabinet. Cinnamon is a very good herb for abundance. Manifesting abundance very quickly. It is known for the speed. Yes. The quickness that it helps. Even from your regular just having an orange. Save the peel. It's Oh, and apples. Yes, apples. Very tied into folk magic and witchcraft. Oh, um, there is literally a pentacle on the inside. Very true. Uh, what else? Just simply even some natural stuff that just grows outside in your own house. We are definitely lucky to around. have an abundance of sage around us. Not just any sage, white sage. Mm -hmm. Ones that you can go out to your local occult shop and spirit, not spirit, um, Spencer's. You yeah. can find sage at Spencer's. Oh, not only did we find sage at Spencer's, but we also found it at Five Below. Yeah. What a fun time we live in now. <laughs> it's. And we have it growing locally. Everywhere. Especially after the rain that we just received. Oh, yeah. Southern California desert. I'm getting rain. Rain that hasn't. It hasn't rained like that in years. Yeah, I think we're out of a drought now. Yes, Possibly. we are, actually. Give it a year. We'll be in drought again. It happens that way. Yeah. So, don't be afraid that you need to go into buying every single herb that you need from a metaphysical shop. We're not saying don't support your local metaphysical shop. Support your local metaphysical shop, when you can. Let's just be a little frugal and save them coins for something big. Yeah, that actually goes into the next one, which is you don't need a lot of money for witchcraft. No, you don't. Like, if you're going on, like, TikTok, like, witch talk, that's a whole hole. <laughs> we'll have a fun episode about that one later. Mm-hmm. But a lot of places, a lot of people will say that you need this herb and this herb, and they're quite not very common in most places of the world. I understand that if it's an herb or something that you cannot 
get locally, you can't forage for it. Then I understand about going into a shop, grabbing the herb that you need. But, but one there's thing... also the part of there's always substitutions. Yes, always there is. Substitutions I was just about to of... get to that. There's like with rosemary. Rosemary can be substituted for many, many different things. It's all in researching the correspondences of the herb and the intention of the herb and the fun little other herbs that are easier to get and not as expensive even ones you can find at the grocery store very true again some herbs there are some advanced spell work that will require you to end up getting something that you can't really find or replace with. Let's be honest, there are some spells or even something that you do for your own spells. You come up with your own spell. Yeah. You'll end up wanting something that your intuition tells you this is the thing that you need. Yeah, that actually goes... That actually makes sense. So it's, like I said, support your local metaphysical shop. But also... Definitely small businesses. Yes, definitely small businesses. This country was built on small businesses. Very true. Mom and pop shops are number one. And the occult shops. And metaphysical shops. And the new age shops. Those are all private businesses. Those are mom and pop. Those are the backbone they, of the country. Yeah. Necessarily the backbone of witchcraft, honestly. And along with uh, you don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't necessarily need that $300 athame or ritual knife or that seven eight nine hundred dollar crystal ball or that very large seven hundred and fifty dollar amethyst crust cluster though it might be pretty let's be honest we've drooled over (laughs) certain things all the time but when it comes to starting up your altar Keep it to you. Yeah. Keep it to how you want your altar to represent your craft. There is no one way with witchcraft. Nope. It's all what you feel like. There too. If it speaks to you, then it is, it belongs there. Hell, I know someone that has... A statue of a Pokemon on their altar because it speaks to them. And it's a part of their beliefs. Yeah, very true. You could have a little figurine of Han Solo. Actually, I did 
see a meme about someone taking a picture of their grandmother's Christian Catholic altar with a little figure of, I think it was Luke Skywalker, mm -hmm. because she thought it was Jesus. It was the modern Jesus. <laughs> hey, he's a deity in one religion. Yes. Yes, the Star Wars religion. Which, you know what? Let's not get into that. <laughs> well, we can, but... um. Hey. I... You could... The Force is magic, too. Don't make me Force choke you. Yeah. And, and moving on. <laughs> Never uh, be afraid to ask questions. Yes. I wholeheartedly agree with this one because when I first started I was very shy I didn't ask questions I just went off of what I read or what I heard and took it as gospel definitely don't take one person as being the only way, though. Ask multiple questions. Ask multiple people. Anyone you look up to. Or anyone they might have some knowledge that can be useful for you. I have learned, but at least for me, when I ask questions and I ask multiple people the same questions, if I pretty much get from at least roughly a good... 20 to 30 people and they roughly give me the same answer I can somewhat say maybe this is logical here and just continue to ask more questions and if you get a bigger group of people telling you yeah this is how I've done it or this is how I was explained that this works then you can take it as all right the information is true a lot of people will either confirm or deny a certain information. Or they'll try to gatekeep information from people. Well, if you do ask us any questions and we don't know the answer, we will definitely help to try to find the answer for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also help you find different resources. Not only because. To get the answer. We didn't know the answer to the question. We're going to go on that journey with you to find that answer. Because we want to know that answer too. Hey, maybe it was a question that we didn't think to ask. Maybe. But in all in all, ask your questions. Ask every single question you have. And like some people say, no question is a stupid question. There's no stupid questions, but only stupid answers. True. I've given and received some stupid answers. Or there might be sarcastic answers, because we've all we've done and given each other some pretty sarcastic answers. 
yeah, in the most part, we're very much goofballs and very sarcastic to each other. Yeah. Our next one is definitely a big one. That kind of does go along with previous statements. Mm-hmm. Your craft is your craft. No one else's. You just have to find, find your way. Find what works for you. Very true. We've come along now from our own experiences and other people that we've known in the craft that we don't second guess, well, why do you have this here? Or why are you practicing that? It's because it speaks to me. It's helped me grow as an individual, as a witch. So... If it works for you, continue doing it. And side thing on that, I know I've been practicing for almost 30 years now. In a couple years, it will be 30 years. I don't know everything, but I love to learn. Yeah. Like I said, like we said in our introduction... I think the biggest vice that we have are books. Yeah. Books are our biggest vice. Whether it comes in a hard book, <coughs> a ebook, or just a book online that you can scroll <coughs> down on a page and read. We are constantly grasping new books we've shared books that we have that he didn't have that i have and vice versa it's our biggest thing knowledge is the power yeah with especially with making everything your own some people have their devotions to a deity. Some do not. Very true. Some, their deities are the earth, the sun, the air, the plants, the animals. Very true. Everything has a spirit. Yes. And... With our next one is definitely never stop learning. Yeah. And definitely trusting your own intuition. Yes. Is... That's a, that's another one that we're, you know, the never stop learning. We've talked about it. You're asking questions. We're just, all of the stuff that we're recommending is something that, frankly, I wish someone would have pulled me aside and told me all of this. So I didn't feel like such a wallflower. Feeling like I wasn't, like for the first year of me starting on this journey, I felt like I wasn't part of the community because a lot of people are like, well, you don't have an altar? Um, no. Not everybody can have 
a full-blown hey. altar on display. Some people have very religious parents that would lose their mind. Very true. Some people have roommates that would lose their mind because they're very religious or they think it's the devil's work. Yeah. Yeah, our next one. Self-love and self-care. That always is number one. You have to learn to love yourself and love who you are as a spiritual being that everyone is. We are all beautiful inside and out. It's very true. And sometimes we have to pamper ourselves. Whether it be mundane or with magic. Sometimes the best baths are a ritual bath. And honestly, when you when we say ritual bath, it not necessarily means it has to have all of the herbs in the bath, all of you know, you know, putting every single little detail to this bath to make you feel better. A ritual is just simply you placing a candle near the bath, having some soft, relaxing music. It's just something that you do that gives you a safe space to unwind. It, anything can be a ritual. Very true. Whether it just be looking in the mirror in the morning and doing affirmations. Telling yourself that you love them. Yourself. Yeah. That you are... That that day is going to be a great day. That day you're going to make a lot of money. That dirt. That day you're going to... Show yourself more love. It's even meditation. Very true. Meditation is a huge thing. Grounding yourself is... Always a good thing. My huge meditation thing as of late has been sitting down and coloring. It helps me focus. It grounds me. It gives me a moment of just to step back and feel like a little kid. Oh, what colors am I going to put in this? And how me coloring this picture reflects the emotion that you're feeling at the moment. I just thought of a tip that would that's not actually in our little list right here. Oh. Is meditation. Learning different techniques of meditation to see what actually works. That's all about the self-care. And learning to focus your mind not completely focus your mind because our minds are little neurons that all fire off at the same time trying to still the mind not everybody can still their mind yeah like me <laughs> ADHD <laughs> ADHD <ADD>. brain <laughs> I, I am ADHD completely just finding that focus and Vix can tell you 
it's hard for me to focus <laughs> when I focus. I'm either hyper-focused or I'm focused enough until something ends up taking my brain elsewhere. Yeah, I'm usually the focus. Get her to focus. It's, hey, it happens, but I have done better. I definitely realized that the next couple were kind of touched upon, kind of not. <laughs> well, the next one definitely was. But even if it was touched upon, we should say it. it, it is reiterate. Reiterating what we know. Yeah, it's never take one resource as the only way. Which, there's a lot of gatekeepers out there that will be like, this this has to be done this way. You have to have this on your altar. You have to have this and this and this. It has to be done this way. You have to say this. That's it's, just BS. You do it your way. I understand if it's touching into something that we haven't really started to, you know, get into. But I understand if you join a coven. Covens do have certain guidelines that they want all of their practitioners to go along with. Some yeah. covens. I'm just stating some covens because I, frankly, I'm a solo practitioner. As am I. But together, we're constantly helping each other out, which technically would be considered a coven. Technically. We are a very unorthodox coven. <laughs> and that's putting it lightly. A coven of two. Well, like a gardenarian wicca mm -hmm. from George, or what's his name? Gar Gardener. Mm-hmm. Gardenarian wicca. That is a very structured very detailed practice. It's very ceremonial. Coming from a crazy looking old man from the UK that was also a nudist that liked that was very um, high priest, high priestess where he was always the high priest and the high priestess, once they got a little older, she was, had to remain a beauty. Was replaced with a younger version, which it's a weird. It's not necessarily weird. Weird, weird situation. It's very structured and organized, and it's not weird. We shouldn't say it's weird. It's weird to us because we've never been accustomed to that. It was definitely a product of the times where... Very much so. The high priestess was in control. The most control. But yet, the, uh, he... The high priest was... Would replace them once they got older. Send. So, Odd situation. Couldn't feel good for the one that was being replaced. 
Very true. It, it's not... It never feels good to be replaced because it's the way of the way of life. Everything comes and goes. It flows. And because everything flows, we tend to end up some people end up getting attached to certain things and change is impossible. But if we don't change, we stop living. We stop progressing forward and we just allow ourselves to be encapsulated in the time that we're not really happy anymore. We're not joyful anymore. We're just stuck. Just going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah, our next one is always being mindful of what you say. Very true. Power is in the word. And sometimes you end up saying something that you shouldn't have and manifest something that you didn't actually want. There is power in words. They, there may be that saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Oh, trust me, they can hurt you. As a practitioner, especially one that works with energies, those words have energy. And you're releasing those energies. So always be mindful of what you say. Ooh, our next one is definitely a fun one. <laughs> I'm not even sure if you remember this one. Uh, probably not. It's be creative with your craft. Oh, yeah. I do remember it. It's because I came up with that. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm playing and working with your hands, making little amulets, Hobbits. actually getting your fingers in the dirt and making a witch's broom or besom, making a wooden pentacle. Whether it be painting or wood burning or making a wand. Or my big thing for a while was making jewelry. Yeah, you can make jewelry. Making jewelry because I would get stones and there were stones that were significant with certain things that I wanted. Like, I have several pieces of jewelry that I've made that promote healing or, you know, absorbing negative energies. Yeah, a lot of those stones making jewelry out of it. It could be a side business that you could... Yeah. Just as long as you're not trying to take advantage of other people... There's no harm in it. No. Um, another thing that I've made recently, and you know, I love to crochet. Crocheting with certain colors for certain people. Each little stitch, each little thing that you put into that, if you put your intention of having 
you know, having them feel loved and protected, it will be, that energy will be in that crocheted making. Not magic and color magic. Mm-hmm. Working with colors. There are different correspondences to those colors. And with every nod, you're putting the intention, which is not magic. You have something that I've created for you. Yes. Actually, a couple things. Yeah, because you like to be creative and you are good at knitting and crocheting. I am not. <laughs> I also, you, you've had a couple pieces of jewelry that I've made for you. I just thought about a book that would be very useful <laughs> with not magic, color magic, the correspondences. The Llewellyn's Book of Correspondences. Mm-hmm. One we don't have. I have it. Oh, well, I don't have it. I didn't know that you have it. You were with me when I bought it. Was I having a squirrel moment? Probably. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that book is really good because it does tie in a lot of things where deities, plants animals and colors and and it's not just one type of deity it could be roman egyptian uh irish celtic um there's many 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 it's a very big book and it is not necessarily the, the most cheapest book but that is definitely a very useful book. And we will be getting an episode into recommendations of books and things that helped us grow. That's just a little, you know, tidbit for a future, you know, episode that we'll be getting into. But just being creative and the creative spark of it all. Your craft is as limited as your imagination. Yeah. Couldn't have said that any better myself. And when it comes down to certain things like you just creating new manifestation spells for yourself or just to help someone, you'll find new ways. When you ground yourself, use that time for self-care and meditation. You, the universe will answer you and give you those answers that you've been stuck on. Again, it'll give you, the universe will give you what you need, not exactly what you want. And don't get frustrated when, again, it doesn't come out the way that you wanted. Sometimes it is just what we needed. It is. Sometimes what we need is a kick in the ass. Yeah. Or that kick off the couch to actually get something done. To get your hands dirty. Imagine the joy that you're going to have if you decide to 
go to Home Depot and grab some lavender seeds, rosemary, basil, thyme, and you work your little garden and just have those herbs without... One thing, rosemary, if you're going to go to a store and don't bother with the seeds because unless you know what you're doing, that's probably going to fail. Get a little seedling, one that's already germinated and started to grow because rosemary is, from what I hear, is one there, of the There, there, Vix. I know that you don't have the green thumb. It takes a lot of work to get those to germinate. I know. And it takes time. I know. Unless you have that perfect green thumb, get a seedling or one that's already starting to grow. Once it starts growing, they my grow well. My aunt still has my big old one of rosemary. Lavender is a fun one and I believe mint it actually is also if you're not careful with mint I will tell you this it goes everywhere <laughs> yeah there are those plants that like to take over everything and mint will be one of those that you think you have it in just one little area because of the birds and because we love the, we love them, especially the crows and ravens. You just, with mint and lavender, I believe. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about rodents. No. They're natural they're, repellent. They're both repellents. But. Actually, I think mosquitoes, too. Yes. But the animals do end up just grabbing something and they'll end up losing it as they're flying away. So that little seed, little leaf will end up germinating somewhere else. Dandelions. Mm. Those take off everywhere. You're true. Or like, you know, a Russian thistle. Here in the U.S., we call them tumbleweeds. It is an invasive species that was brought from Europe a long, long time ago, and it is now everywhere in the U.S. And they get big. Yeah. Really, really, really big. Yeah. I, I have seen them. I am almost six feet tall, and it was a good three feet taller than me. Or like the one that we ran over in the Camaro. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Kind of redneck. Kind of something in the Southwest for Christmas. Making a snowman from tumbleweeds. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it too. I've seen family members do that. Ooh, and our last well, little not, tip. Not as weird as when I've seen my freaking family members decorate a cactus. What's wrong with that? It's like putting Christmas lights on a palm tree. It's a California thing. Depending on where you're at in California. <laughs> hmm. And 
Now our last little tip for our newcomers. And maybe some of these tips have actually helped not so newcomers too. Yeah. Definitely find your passion in whichever way that you see fit and never give up on your passion. Because once you lose your passion, it's no longer fun anymore. It goes back to the fact that reiterating, we have to change. We have to move forward. We're not meant to stay in one section of our lives. We're constantly growing. We're all constantly getting new and improved and not so improved just new experiences new ways of thinking because trust me when I say this when I started off I was very close-minded Partially because of the fact that I was afraid and I didn't know how to express myself within my craft. I was very afraid. I was very afraid to ask questions. I was very afraid to look for that knowledge and information, which is so not me. Outside of the craft, I am very book-driven, very much. I need that information. I need to know both sides of the information because I'm that type of person that likes to see everything from all perspectives. But when it came to my craft when I first started off, I didn't even want to admit to friends that asked me, are you into witchcraft? And I was like, excuse me? Do you, excuse me, what? Oh, you're referring to being in the room closet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had to come out of a couple different closets. And now I'm just out of all of them and... And a bonfire scene from space. Don't care what people think. If they really want to have ill thoughts of me, I can put those ill thoughts right back. And return it right back to them. Very true. I am a boy from Southern California. And I can have a razor sharp tongue if I need to. I think that's one of the main reasons why we get along. <laughs> well, do you have any last thoughts for today's episode? Just make sure to find what makes you happy. That's the biggest thing that I can ever say to anybody or just constantly put out there. Find your own happiness. Because, yes, happiness is wonderful when it's shared with people that you love. But you have to make your own. If you don't have that love of yourself, there's no way you can love anyone else. True. 
and every every witch out there does have to do that inner shadow work. Very simple. At one point or another. And it's not just at one point or another. It's constant work with shadow work. We have to face our inner shadows. Right now, I'm facing that, so... Sometimes you are my inner shadow. Ditto. Stop giving me that witch face. Am I having resting witch face? Yes, you are. Fun. I'll cut you. Well, this is Vix and Kelly. Have fun, guys. And we'll catch you on the flip side. A little side note before we get started. We both kind of forgot. There's been a change of plans. We're going to be doing it weekly now. Every Wednesday. (laughs) I would call it Witchy Wednesdays, but I think that's taken. It is taken. But it is random witchcraft, and we are pretty random. Exactly. Displaying that right now. We decided to go from bi-weekly to weekly. (laughs) Yeah, we had a little bit too much fun. And we just decided to, you know, add a little more spice to your life. And on to the show. Hey, everybody. A quick thing before we sign off for the day. You can now send us voice messages on Anchor with the link below. If you have any questions, concerns, ideas, or just want to send us a message, you can reach us at randomwitchcraft at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, there is a link below that if you would like to support us and help us keep this going. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you.